Blog Talk Radio. To this your sketch Is it properly the thing Baby, baby, this your wish Can you trap or can you sing When I blow, I'm going to sign you Baby, tell me what you think Jedi, Timo, Then my body just is strong Baby, I go give my heart And all my money To my Mango This way you give me face Girl, I'm feeling really lucky Baby, baby, use your head Come and let me tell you something Now I'm shocked of what you say Cause your head is really working Pick it out to this your head Is it properly the thing? Baby, baby, this your wish Can you trap or can it sing? When I blow, I'm going to sign you Baby, tell me what you think Jedi, Timo, Miss 
Ebony Nicole, so we're going to be talking with her. We want you guys to stay tuned and keep it locked. I definitely want you guys to call in at 323 and press that 1. If you press that 1, that will let us know. You would like to speak to myself or our guest today. We are a syndicated network on TuneIn Radio. We are on um, 92 to be LA. This is 50. You can check us out on the NikkiRichShow.com, our official website. And you can check us out after the show on iTunes, and you can download the podcast after this episode. And to all the listeners out there, I'm so motivated this week. You know, we are special guests. She's been making it happen, and we're so excited to bring her in here at the Nikki Rich Show, and I hope you guys will be inspired and your network, your building, you know, just here from the Nikki Rich Show. So with no further ado, I'm honored to welcome here for the first time fitness guru, Miss Ebony Nicole. Welcome. How are you doing? Hi. Thank you for having me. Can you hear me okay? We hear you. We hear you. <laughs> Perfect. I'm so glad. Thank you for having me. Yes. It's such an honor, I tell you. We've been following you for quite some time, and you've been making it happen. Yes, I'm definitely. I see you too, Miss Nikki Rich. I'm like, oh, my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> Thank yes, you. Yes, I love and, it. And you're changing the game. You are making it yes. happen. And I love that you said also that you're a world changer. You are. You are changing, you know. And you and you making it happen, I would say. Yes, we definitely have to be the change we want to see in the world, and that uh-huh. actually is kind of what started this whole thing for me. You know, um, I, I'll go ahead and like open up if that's okay. Um, yes. <laughs> yes. Um, you know, I'm Southern California, born and raised here in San Diego, but my grandparents are from down south, so just like any other household, I was raised on the greens and sweet potato pies and all the good cooking and everything, and that that was how we were brought up, you know, for us to be able to eat as African Americans. That means we were, you know, doing well for ourselves. So mm-hmm. um, growing up and taking that into, like, just lifestyle, you know, and always being heavy. I was heavy set since I was young. So it's funny when I talk to people about fitness and they're like, girl, get out of my face. You've probably been skinny all your life. And I'm like, actually, <laughs> I've been in missus since I was like eight. So <laughs> let me just tell you how this went. But um, no, like, you know, I, I ate whatever I wanted. My grandma kept me fed, but I was active. So I'll say growing up and noticing how, like, yeah, we can be active, but still be sliding through the drive-thru every now and then or, you know, Mm -hmm. not really kind of making those changes and making that shift over into healthier food choices and really decluttering yourself from past, like, just past things that were kind of preset and preset in there and just not really beneficial to us as adults. So growing up and just kind of seeing that you, you have to be all around healthy, spiritually, mentally, and physically for this machine to kind of operate at its opportune and most optimum. You don't need to be an elite athlete, you know what I mean, but still being able to mm-hmm. take that time to consciously 
be mindful of what you're putting into your body because you are what you eat, you are what you read, you are what you see, everything that you take into this vessel you become. So when I learned that it was up to me <laughs> to make the changes and not the infomercials and different packages that was being sold on the, you know, the late night talk shows and different things, like I was the one going to Walgreens, strolling down the ass TV, like the ass scene on TV, getting the different things that I saw, Thigh Masters, Insanity, everything. These are all good products, and we're so surrounded by so much tools that we get overloaded and paralyzed from even knowing how to make the best step. You know what I mean? Like, do I do Insanity? Oh, that's hard, and I fall off. Or do I do this diet, and I fall off? And buying fresh food and not eating it on time. So you wind up throwing that away and having to go back and buy some more. So we're just kind of shoveling money out. We're just doing stuff, just moving, going through emotions. And what I learned is you have to stop and really kind of assess what is it that you're trying to do with anything, whether that's your business, your life, you have to do the same thing with your fitness. And once you kind of figure out what it is that you're trying to do and what kind of lifestyle you have, you have to make those necessary changes. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Like if you have an active lifestyle or if you're here and there, you might not have the same time or even the same um, schedule as somebody else who works from home or who has a desk job, a nine to five, like, you know, where they have the ability to kind of go out and get their lunch when they need to or just different things. So you really have to assess what you're dealing with and figure out, okay, where are my weak points? Are my weak points with my food? Am I tired? Mm-hmm. You know, like just really kind of figure out where is a good starting point because if you start try to start with two different, too many different things, then you're going to overwhelm yourself and not even move forward. So one thing that I started with was meditation and really changing the, the environment that I was in and the way I thought and perceived things. And then I started actually lifting like spiritual weight. So once I started losing those that spirit, you know, that baggage and old stuff, I started opening myself up to my body feels good. I want to put stuff in it that yeah. makes me continue to feel good. You know what I mean? You just kind of get tuned in, just like being in the spirit when you hear the Lord. Like, and I love Jesus, so you might hear me talk about him. <laughs> um, tuned in, and you just kind of know what you need, and you'll just start making those those steps to, okay, well, let me let me try this fruit or open yourself up to more lively foods and stop eating death and canned goods and not saying that they're bad, but the thing is Mm -hmm. there's so much sodium and hidden things that need to be in it and for, in order for it to even be able to sustain the shelf life. So we're eating preservatives and, and like different kind of additives and different things like that, not being aware that that stuff is not made to kind of, go into our bodies and how our bodies are just reacting to it in an inflammation type state. So that's where you see the bloating and water retention and different things like that, because your body's trying to figure out what the heck is this? What is this that I'm taking in? Like, I don't even know what to do with it. You know what I mean? So it just really, really, really depends on how much do you want to make a change? How much are you willing to not even sacrifice? Because like sacrifice has a definite negative annotation to it so you definitely want to say what am I willing to trade in order for me to live the life that I want to live have the body that I want to live you know what I mean like we talk about retirement and spending 20 30 years at a company and then we get to retirement and can't even enjoy it because our feet hurt knees are bad back can't sit up too long can't walk too far you know so taking Mm -hmm. the time now to really be mindful of that stuff and be paying attention to that stuff 
is definitely the time because we, everybody, myself included, we are not getting younger. <laughs> no, we're progress not. In age, not <laughs> regress in age. So you definitely want to be mindful and just really appreciate God and give thanks to God by appreciating this machine that he so intricately created and blessed us with to go through this life journey. Yes, and and I love not only, you know, even for me, when I was uh, learning about you as well, I saw, you know, your before and now pictures. Even your before, you were never, you was never too, like, big, like, but now you're just, it's like you're more in shape, you know. Um, It was just like a little weight, you know, not a lot. But it was like now you're I was actually 226 pounds. At my heaviest. Wow. Yes. And it didn't even look like it, though. Wow. It says I'm tall, but, like, when you, like, you can definitely feel that toll on your body. Like, my feet hurt. Like, my knees were, like, always bothered. Like, you know, I couldn't stand up too long. So, I was not, what do you mean physical activity? Child, my knees hurt. I'm trying to sit down. Like, I'm not going to be running something off of nothing. So, but being an athlete as well and going to physical therapy and just kind of learning, like, for mm-hmm. longevity reasons, not even to be, like, an elite athlete or to get just making those changes and little different things and keying into your body and paying attention to those aches and pains and, like, where are they coming from? Is that coming from something that I did or something that I ate? Because everything that uh-huh. we take in manifests physically in our body, stress, sadness, mm-hmm. happiness, everything. Wow, it does. And I love mm-hmm. the fact that you're helping others as well. And that's the thing, because I was, you know, growing up where I was and just kind of in the lifestyle and the generational, mm-hmm. how we ate. Like, I already, this was it. I believed I was big bones. Like, I thought that was it. You know, I didn't <laughs> know any different. Like, I wish, mm-hmm. like, bones are the same size as everybody else's. They might be a little longer case in point that's why we have tall and short people but (laughs) ain't no ain't no big phone so like once I was able to kind of break free from that and experience that empowerment that I felt knowing that I pushed myself like you know I Uh got serious and faced myself and was like look girl like you know health became an issue I was on medications that caused me weight retention so there was a lot going on and it was just like there was so much and it was toiling on me physically, mentally, and emotionally, and once I was Mm -hmm. able to make that breakthrough, I was like, I have to share this with the world. Like, people have to know it's possible. Like, you have to know that it's possible. We see billionaires and millionaires on TV and think that it's not possible when all they did was just didn't take no and kept moving, and that's the same thing I did with my body and my fitness and my health. Like, it came to a point that my health mattered to me than french fries than milkshakes, which I still happen to love, you know what I mean, and still know how to sneak them in when I can, but at the same time, it's like, there's more important things in the world than always eating, (laughs) Mm -hmm. eating eating the the comfort food, because it's so funny that we call it comfort food, but it's the stuff that makes us feel uncomfortable when stuff doesn't fit right, Uh or, you know, like, so, It's just really kind of rewiring and reprogramming your mind to trying new things and opening up to different things because, like like I said, I love 
fried grease and everything. And being in the military, I was stationed in Okinawa, Japan for three years in 2007 to 2010. So by the time I got over there, it was just vegetables. And I was like, I don't eat none of this. So I had to starve. <laughs> but yeah. I slowly opened myself up to trying new things and getting my palate, like, acclimated to different things. And you'd be surprised, like, the funkiest, stinkiest, ugliest stuff can be so delicious. So good. (laughs) So delicious. And it's fun trying trying things. Yes. And, you know, I want everybody to know a little bit about also that you've had um, work with people on, you know, through personal training and, Different. Tell us a little bit about okay. the services okay. that you provide okay. as well. Okay. Yes, I do. I am um, a personal trainer based out of San Diego, but I've worked with clients virtually from Hawaii all the way to um, the Carolinas, New York City. So thank God we have technology, and I'm able to slowly but surely expand and reach out to those who aren't physically near me and help them set up basically plan of action sessions Uh like where what is your health goal what is your life goal what does being healthy mean to you so just really kind of going through with people who I've I've walked the journey like you know I'm only 29 but at the same time like I've been dealing with this since a young age so just being able to identify and empathize with people and be able to help them through these and like getting them so comfortable with being uncomfortable because that's the only way you grow Uh is embracing that pain, leaning into it and showing yourself who you really are. And I've like really helped people make some really good breakthroughs. And it's like life, just like when life gets tough and things start to hurt and it's a lot of weight, you can't just quit at life. And why would you quit on yourself? You really can't, like, and when it gets hard, and just like it says in the word, you know, be grateful through those trials and those times yeah. where you're being, like, tested because that's where God is pulling out what he put in you. So mm-hmm. I was able to kind of have fitness as my vehicle to reach and empower and educate people because we can be, you know, stuck with what we know and just stubborn and not really willing to kind of, like, make those changes because we like certain things. But at the same time, like, we have kids that we have here. We have family that cares about us. And it's like they don't want to see us hurting ourselves. So it was like, how can I reach out to people to, like, you know, bring them out of their own darkness and show them, like, you don't have to want to weigh 100 pounds, but at least be comfortable in your own skin and learn how to love yourself and, like, you know, embrace life. Like, we only Uh get this one. We only get this one. So I'm really, like – going through and enjoying being able to contact and be interacting with so many different and learning from people because I'm still learning and it helps me like reach even more people with the experiences that I reach and experience. And how does it feel, you know, from what, what do you think it was, you know, from then to now with you, you know, the, um, during that time, you know, cause we have, Things with it, you know, stress or what have you to, you know, put on that weight. I would say, what would help me put on the weight? Yeah, like what? What okay. do you think it was that where you were at? You know, like we're at a certain weight and we haven't made that change yet. What was it that 
yeah, the, the reason why you put on the weight then yeah. has, you know, transition into losing weight, I would say. Yeah. I would say because I was heavier, so I was always probably around anywhere from like 175 to 190 around okay. that. But, um, you know, just I was heavy. I felt heavy in my spirit. Um, a lot, you know, I was just not eating good things. And going back to you, are yeah. what you eat. If you don't eat good things, you're not going to feel good. Or, you know, it was just hindsight is twenty twenty. So I noticed how I was living and taking in things. Like I wasn't really living for myself and enjoying life at all. I was definitely going through life. And one day I just happened to wake up and I was in the military again. I go back to saying I was in the military. I joined the military when I was 18 years old in 2006. Um, And I separated in 2013. And in there, those last couple of years, I will say is where I got my heaviest because even believe it or not, you think military, you think everybody's in shape because people automatically go to Marines. But if your job doesn't promote you to being active or boots on ground or different things like that, then you really are only in charge of your fitness two times out of the year. And people usually start that like just before, like a couple of weeks before the actual test. And they do the craziest things. Like they're drinking Epsom salt shakes. They're starving themselves. They're doing like, just the unthinkable and like I was doing these same things and it dawned on me and it was like girl if you would do something a little something every day instead of waiting till a week before and trying to lose 30 pounds and then go run like how are you going to try to juice your body out of 30 pounds and then have the energy and strength to go run a uh, four four lap run a mile and a half max out on push-ups and sit-ups it was just ridiculous and it dawned on me like this is what I'm doing to myself and wondering why it's not sticking. Like I would try something, quit it, try something else, quit it, try something else, quit it. And it was like the only consistent thing that I was doing was trying stuff. (laughs) I was not sticking with anything. So once I realized that I had to really like be honest with myself and tell myself like you're inconsistent and you're doing this to yourself. You're wasting your own money. You're wasting people's time. Like, you're not, do, you're not, do you, do you even really want this? Like, why are you even doing it if you don't want to do it? And I just really had to, uh-huh. like, really break down and look at myself and realize how unhappy I was. Like, yeah, like people will think, like, oh, well, you weren't that heavy and different things like that. I'm like, yeah, but inside I just felt like this is it for me. Like, I felt like I had reached my peak. And I did not like where I was. I did not like how I felt. And from there, I was just like, we have to do something different. So I just started branching out. I got into dancing because I loved dancing since I was young. Um, I still hadn't been on my food just yet. I was trying, again, trying new things and adapting healthier habits because I was a family of one and cooking for a family of four, like, and there was little to no leftovers. So my intake was just too high. And my and my output was not was negligible, so just really mm-hmm. going through and seeing that I wasn't even creating something for me to be able to win, I really had to just take it one day at a time, okay, and then once we got into meditation and working through old past hurts and just neglect so getting a little bit more transparent, I lost my mother at the age of two. 
and my grandmother at the age of 13. And those were like my only, you know, directors in life, you know. So from there, I kind of just had to figure out life on my own because I didn't really trust anyone. So it was just, I'm going to figure this out. Like, I'm here by myself. It's me, me, me. It's all on me. And then once I realized that I can't do it all by myself, like, I need help, you know, I started branching out and reaching out and connecting with people and seeing that they were also dealing with the same things, like, you know, and how it was making them feel. I just really was like, okay, this has got to, there's got to be a better way because there's so many unhappy people in the world, and God did not put us here to be unhappy. Like, he wanted us to live a life of abundance overflowing and we cannot do that if we cannot see past our obstacles so you know he brought me through this journey he took me through these trials just to put me where I am and I'm still learning and growing so I can evolve and reach even more people because again I want people to feel empowered now I will say caveat every day is not rainbows and sunshine like even now it still gets tough because you're trying to motivate people like you I promise you if you just keep going like you'll feel it so just like you know just sometimes it can be daunting just when you Mm -hmm. see something and the potential in somebody else that they can't see just yet and you're just like I promise you you are built for greatness this is not it for you it is not it for you Uh like people have dreams and ambitions and they think that just you know because of how they look or their lifestyle that they can't achieve this stuff and it's like no that is not that is not true that is not true. Like, if you try hard enough, if you push hard enough, if you keep going over those no's, you have to get through the no's mm-hmm. to get to the yeses. You know what I mean? Like, not everybody's uh-huh. going to say a yes. Like, you have to be willing to go through it and just to kind of see, you know, what you're made of. And if you like a challenge, people are competitive. Like, I, I've never backed down for a challenge. So it really shows you what, what's inside of you. And if you're brave enough to face it and fix it, man, you're off to the races. That is true. That is so true. Now, any, uh, I would say, motivational words, any um, words you would like to share with the people out there, um, you know, that are beginning <laughs> this okay. to sit and, you know, just make that lifestyle change because that's what it is. It is. And once you realize that it's a marathon and not a race, that's the first step. First step congratulate yourself for even trying because it is no easy feat. It is going to be a day-to-day, like a day-to-day accountability factor for you, you know? So I would just say Uh congratulate yourself and celebrate the small wins. Like I parked on the other side of the parking lot today. I didn't take the elevator today. I didn't take the escalator today. The littlest things in life make the biggest changes always always the small the small things it's the small things that add up to the big things and if you keep going and don't give up on yourself and the thing is you have to believe in yourself more than you believe you that person that's telling you no or that person that's telling you dang that's all you did but you mean you only had a salad today like you know you have to let that go you can't let that hold you down you can't let it pull you down you have to keep your eyes up and moving up And I will say this as well, like, be willing to challenge yourself. Be willing to see how far you can go. Because once you really set a goal, you always want to be able, once you're getting close to it and you think you're almost about to attain that goal, you need to reassess Mm -hmm. and set that bar a little bit higher. Because it's easier to get stronger and keep climbing up 
than it is to dig yourself out of stagnant habits. Uh, yeah. It is. So I will I, I will leave you with that, setting the bar high, and keep going forward, one foot after the other, one day at a time. If you can't run, walk. If you can't walk, crawl. If you can't crawl, drag yourself. Just keep moving. <laughs> Just keep moving, and you'll look up and be like, wow, this is me. After I think all we this gotta time. have you back on again because you are dropping jewels. We gotta have you. You come back. I would love to introduce you guys to some para- parallels of fitness and what parallels of fitness are is just like lifestyle hacks that kind of help you get through those obstacles in this journey of becoming fit or even acclimating to physical activity because like I was saying mm-hmm. when life gets tough or when your boss come in Jumping down your throat, you can't just quit and walk out. You got to, okay, what can I do better? What can I do better? How do I make this better? How do I make Uh this work for me? You know what I mean? So I appreciate you having me on. It was such an honor and a blessing. Thank you so much. Anytime. And we're so excited. Can you go ahead real quickly and give us your information where they can contact you? Of course. Um, my name is Ebony Nicole. You can reach me on Instagram at Ebony Nicole Fit. That's Ebony, like the magazine, E-B-O-N-Y-N-I-C-O-L-E-F-I-T, all one word. And you can also reach me on my blog and website, which is EbonyNicoleFit.me. And if you would like to contact me via email, it's EbonyNicoleFit at gmail.com. Everything is all the same so there is no miscommunications no mix-ups please reach me send questions comments feedback i learn from you guys i grow and interact with everything that i come in contact with and i just pray that everybody stays faithful and just keep progressing and don't give up because life gets tough but you have to get tougher yes and we're so excited for you everything that's happening, you know, and just being our guest today, taking out the time to talk with us is such an honor. To have oh, my you God. Here. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you so much. It was. I <laughs> hope I didn't ramble too much, but that's me. I get really excited. I just want everybody to know, look, be happy in life. <laughs> Enjoy it. Enjoy it. That is the number one regret with people on their deathbed is I wish I would have. And I wish I shouldn't have. Don't get on there wishing. Just be thankful. No. Yes. And I thank you. And it was all about you today. To anybody out there, you know, they can go follow and support. And we're going to wind things down here today. You know, we always put God first in everything that we do. And we're going to end by saying we wish you all the best, much love and success, And we're going to end by saying God bless. God bless you. Thank you you so much. God bless you too. Have a great one.